0: It's Sunday, March the 10th, and this is episode 7 of Linux Confidential. It's been a while since I've uh, done a recording. A lot has gone on uh, for me personally over the last few weeks, Uh, so that uh, explains my absence. Uh, I had to leave town for uh, a few days, go to Toronto from Ottawa, which is about a six-hour drive, um, which was good. I got to visit with some family. Um... But more importantly, I received an offer from my employer to uh, take an early exit option, which is kind of like early retirement, although I'm I'm too young to retire, uh, but they were trying to um, cut back their budget. And so I took a package and as of uh, March 29th, I will be officially looking for work. Um, we'll see how that goes, I already um, have some, Poker's in the fire, so uh, things are looking good. I'll keep you up to date on that. So today I wanted to talk about uh, just some things that have been ruminating in my mind lately, uh, thinking about where I want to take this podcast, where I want to take uh, Linux Confidential. As you know, I'm writing an ebook, um, which I'm finding difficult to do, but I'm uh, getting there. And then uh, long-term, I want to create a training program, like a video, an online course where uh, people can uh, learn how to protect their privacy online. That's really the, the gist of what I'm doing is to help people to protect their privacy. Being a tech person, I understand um, what's going on. The hard part, um, apart from you know convincing people that it's a bad thing, is Uh, If someone is convinced that it's a bad thing, they really have no idea how to protect themselves online. They don't even know where to start. They just, you know, kind of shrug it off like, well, you know, what am I going to do about it? So I kind of want to start a revolution, not a violent revolution or anything like that. But I want to start a revolution where people stand up to companies that don't respect their privacy. You know, there's... um, there's I'll I'll just give you some background here I read um, The Daily Stoic it's it's a book of mine Um, I forget the author's name great book Um, I think Stoicism is actually really underrated Uh, it seems to be getting more popular these days but uh, one of the um, devotionals uh, recently they're just little one page things i will give a quote from one of the Stoics from uh, you know 2000 years ago and then uh, he'll expand on it but it talked about how you know, if someone were to <clears throat> do anything with your body against your will, you wouldn't tolerate it. You know, if someone pushed you around or or sold your body or whatever, uh, you would never stand for such a thing. Um, and yet we let people control our thoughts in a sense. Uh, you know, we listen to the radio and we allow it to upset us. We watch the news and and the same thing. You know, all these... Uh, things get into our mind, and we don't have the same sense of protectionism of our our thoughts and our minds uh, and our emotions that we do towards our bodies. Um, which you know that's uh, kind of a new concept for me uh, to just put it out there and think about it. Um, So not allowing things to get to you is is kind of central to Stoicism, Um, knowing what you can control and what you can't control. Um, And so I think the same goes for your privacy. You you basically, you have a private life. We all have a private life. And so if you hand over private information to someone, and then that someone betrays that trust imagine telling someone like a really personal secret and then they went and and told everyone in the office or or they told everyone uh, in the neighborhood and then you know your your secret was out in the open and this person that you had confided in had betrayed your trust how would you feel about that person would you talk to them anymore would you you know have words with them Uh, the same thing is happening online it's the thing is it 's invisible to you, but it does manifest it does show up you know when you do a search for you know anything let's say you're you're looking for mattresses, so you do a search for mattresses and you you know you look at various sites and you know you find the mattress stores that are in your city or town or whatever's close to you, or you look up you know these these mail order mattresses that are like um made out of foam you know and they pack them into a box and they ship it to your house so you're looking at mattresses and the next thing you know you're on on facebook or you're on google and or some website somewhere and you're seeing mattresses like everywhere all the banner ads are for mattresses that's how it shows up so when you are searching for something it shows up on a page so the the problem with that of course imagine you're you're at work and you uh you're, uh, someone's standing there looking over your shoulder and you're, you know, you go to a website and then the banner ads show up and they're all advertising, uh, Viagra or I don't know, some medication or something that's, you know, kind of in a sense revealing what you've been searching for. Right. So the person standing there is like, Oh, why are you seeing those ads? Right. Um, I mean, that's just a hypothetical, but it's, uh, it's kind of a a privacy uh, betrayal in that sense because it's it's being given to third parties. This information that you're that you're putting out on the internet is is being used as a way to make money from you. So um, I understand that that's how the whole marketing world works. And in fact, I have used uh, advertising platforms like Google and Facebook in the past, um, and they're good at what they do. Um, you just, I think we need to be careful because the the, uh, the way that these technologies are being used in other places could show up here. Um, like in China, they have this uh, social credit system which was launched. Um, I think it's still kind of in beta. They wanna have it launched, I think in 2020 and some cities are already using it. And what the social credit system is, is a way of giving you a score based on your behavior and your behavior is, is tracked. Like if you, uh, cross the street when it's a no cross signal, you'll lose points for that, which begs the question, how do they know if you cross the street when it's a no cross signal? And the way they know is they know exactly where you are because you're carrying your phone I mean, they can get super accurate with your location. And they have cameras everywhere, like every street corner. So when you're crossing the street, they have facial recognition that picks you up and knows who you are, Um, You know, obviously your phone. And if they see you crossing the road, they say, oh, you're gonna lose some points for that. And then people, if they have outstanding debts that have not been paid, um, that counts against your score. And get this. People who are within I think it's five hundred feet or five hundred meters probably five hundred feet of you and you have bad debts it, this the system will actually alert them on their phone that they are within uh, five hundred feet of you a person with bad debt and the the logic behind this is that they can snitch on you if they think that you're willfully not paying back your loan so say you have a car loan, and you uh, you don't pay it, and it, it goes into uh, collections or whatever, and then um, someone sees you, and you're, I don't know, you're buying uh, steaks at the grocery store, right, and their, their phone goes off saying, oh, it's someone with a bad debt, and I think it even has your picture, I'd have to double check that, but, you know, like, it's not creepy enough, just telling you what I'm telling you, without your picture, even, so, if they see you buying steaks and they think, well, this person has money, if they can afford you know, meat, then uh, they should be paying off their, their loan and they can report you. Anyways, this the whole thing is just chilling. So for this reason, I think we need to uh, sort of band together as people, as free people, and start ditching these companies who are not respecting our privacy. I think the first thing you could ditch would be Google Chrome. And the reason for this is that Google Chrome works with, obviously, Google. And if you have a Gmail account and you log into your mailbox, it will automatically log you into the browser as well. And the problem with that is then your browser can synchronize with Google and it synchronizes everything, all of your... um, your plugins, which is the configuration of your browser, um, which can be used to identify you on the internet, just so you know, um, and also uh, your search history your um, your browsing history, every site that you've gone to. Even if you went to a site like DuckDuckGo, which is a privacy respecting search engine, when you do a search on DuckDuckGo, the address in in you know the address bar would be duckduckgo.com slash and then search equals and it's got all the the words that you put in your search term. Now they're not tracking you, right? Duckduckgo is not tracking you, but that page that you are on with your search term, like you know search equals uh, mattresses in Ottawa, then that would synchronize back to Google and they know that you're looking at mattresses even though you're going to duckduckgo. So the auto login is a bad move on google's part and for that reason i think um, it should be ditched technology is great from google don't get me wrong the uh you know the the chrome browser is a favorite uh, among people before uh, google chrome internet explorer was basically everyone used it and um you know people in the free software world um, wanted everyone to switch to Firefox because they understood that it was privacy respecting and and all that um, but of course uh, Microsoft always pushed i e as the default and then actually Chrome swooped in and and took over so uh, and they had you know good plug support it was a fast browser um, but I think the privacy concerns uh, trump all of that, and it needs to go. Um, so, also, um, you might consider changing your hardware. So, this this is a whole other topic. I, I mentioned before that I was um, talking to a hardware vendor. As far as um, your phone goes, they actually are coming out with... Uh, the company I'm referring to here is Purism. So, it's P-U-R-I dot S-M. And Purism has a uh, a cell phone which uh, is you know like an android phone or an iphone but it doesn't run either of those operating systems it actually runs uh, pure os which is a uh, linux uh, derivative so um, that would be a recommendation because it respects your privacy they also have laptops they have a 13 inch and a 15 inch um, they look very similar to the Dell XPS 13 and XPS 15. Um, I have a Dell XPS 13 and, and to me they look very, very similar. Um, but uh, again, it respects your privacy. It comes with pure OS. You can also run the Cubes operating system on it. That's Cubes with a Q. So Q-U-B-E-S um, and that's uh, the training that I'm going to be coming up with—that's exactly what it's going to cover—is how to uh, install Cubes and how to operate Cubes on your system, so that you can um, not only evade the the marketing trackers, but it, you know if someone sends you um, an email that has some sort of tracker in it, or it's uh, got malware in it of any kind, some kind of spyware, all those things are defeated using an operating system like Cubes. So uh, I would recommend that you have a look at those. They also have the, the Librem key, which is good for um, storing your um, uh, your PGP keys. So PGP is pretty good privacy. That It's a pretty advanced topic. But if you do use um, PGP or uh, the GNU Privacy Guard, which is GPG, um, for encrypting emails and signing emails, then you might consider the Librem key as well which uh, takes your keys off of your system so they can't be stolen and puts them into a hardware device where all of the uh, encrypting and decrypting happens. So in in this revolution that I'm talking about where we um, don't use products from companies that don't respect your privacy um, where we actively go looking for ways to uh, Concealer identity online because it's nobody 's business who is doing what online um, we need to uh, you know be educated and that's where I come in my my goal will be to really engage uh, and empower and educate uh, as many people as I can uh, and hopefully hopefully i've already educated you to some degree already um, and then for your part um, you just need to be aware of the companies that are doing this. Google is is uh, obviously a big one. So is Facebook. Those are the two really, you know, big uh, offenders on the internet. But Microsoft does it too. Um, Apple does it too. It's uh, it's not unique to any one company. Once a company gets to a certain size, the the information about you is is like it's intoxicating the the value that it's worth to them um so you know it it's not really uh going to be an easy thing to walk away from these companies we all use their products um but if we're smart about it we can we can certainly protect ourselves as much as we can anyways that's all i wanted to say uh on today's episode um I hope that uh, I'm providing some value to you and uh, I'm going to go now and work on my ebook, and uh, hopefully I'll have that out to you soon. All right, um, if you want to get on my mailing list and get notified when the book is ready, you can go to linuxconfidential.com and just put in your email address uh, to sign up. Um, that's it for today. Have a great day and we'll talk again soon.